Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Hello, hello. Hello. Check. We didn't do we didn't do a level check before I hit record, so No we didn't. <laughs> so, so we're gonna do that while you're listening. How's everyone doing? Good. How you doing, How you doing Kevin? Good. Good. Alright, I think we're alright. Nothing's changed since the last time we recorded, so we should be fine. Except my voice. My my voice has changed. <laughs> you went, my, through, went through puberty. <laughs> my voice is lower. I'm I'm old. <laughs> I, I don't know. What That's I'm what old sounds like to you. <laughs> old. I'm old with a low voice. This is as low as I can talk. Well, we had a funeral here at church a few weeks ago, and there was a guy that was running around doing you know the sharing time where you yeah. talk about. And this kid, it was just a teenager, but he had this awesome, rich, deep voice. Oh, man. And he was just like, just normal kid. And I was like, I went up to him afterwards and said, hey, you um, can I get your information? Radio. Because like, we could use you for some voiceovers and stuff around here. Seriously, right? And, so, and he said, yeah, I'll be open to that. That sounds That's fine. great. Yeah, I had the opposite of a, of a low, deep you know, beautiful voice. I, it's like, like my mind's pretty much on the other spectrum of it. Um, yeah, but yours is unique. I got a unique voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yours, it's, yours, yours is distinguishable. It's one of it a kind. blend into the crowd. See, cause yeah. Cause if we were recording with like five different people all at once, you'd be able to point mine out and you're like, Oh, that's, exactly. that's that Kevin guy. I hear his voice. Um, by the way. Yes. Sorry, I just got a picture of Henry's train track he built at home today. So, Whoa! So. Dude, epic. Using blocks and everything. Epic to make train track. That's awesome. Um, but um, three Saturdays. And three Saturdays. What, college football college season begins? football starts. Did I tell you I'm going to the uh, Ducks home opener game? Against Michigan State? No, not that one. They have one against like some... What is it? Not not even Fresno State. Is their first game at Michigan State? Um, no, that's no. on the sixth of November. Yeah, they're or September. Yep. So no, I, uh, that game is at at Austin Stadium. Okay. So they got two. They got two home games to uh, to start off their season. But the first one is against like a two A school or whatever. Uh, um, but tickets were only like forty bucks, you know. <laughs> Whereas Michigan State tickets were like a hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, right. So. Um, and you know what? Like, I don't care. Cause the way I see it, I get to watch a game. They score a lot of points and they win the game. Yeah, and it's your team. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nothing wrong with that. But yeah. So the, the, the coach was at the coach's poll that just came out. Yeah. The coach's poll came out and Oregon's was Oregon fourth. fourth yeah. Ohio state sixth. Yep. It's going to be another, it's going to be another one. one of those years. So, so prepare yourselves listeners of the podcast. I know. You could be in for a Braxton lot of, Miller, though. Everybody just tuned out. It's like, I'm not listening for the next three months. They're done. No, <laughs> Braxton Miller, though, he, uh, Ohio State quarterback, he's been looking sharp, man. Yeah, I, I was sad that he came back. 
Really? I'm not a big Braxton Miller fan. But he's really good. <laughs> he's he's okay. He's he's. What is, is Terrell Pryor better than him? No, I didn't like Terrell Pryor either. Who do you like, David? I liked Troy Smith. Oh, I, uh, um, forgettable. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he won the Heisman, but um, he's with Braxton Miller and Terrell Pryor. Like they're all they're they're the guys. They're always looking for like the big player, the play that like they get the best kind of you know star experience out of so either they're going to try to run for a lot or they're going to throw the big ball mm-hmm. and like we don't need that all the time sometimes you just need the first down true but they i mean they're good though right i mean braxton miller they're good except for like braxton miller's good except for when he comes under adversity like when he gets when he's playing a tough team and, he's and he can't break and- one he like he just like beats himself up and can't get out of a funk, and so then then he's pretty much worthless. Like and he just, then he's done. Yeah, he just can't get out of it because he can't break you know can't break a big run or whatever because they're playing a better team. And yeah, now now uh, Oregon's quarterback Marcus Mariota, you know, already getting preseason Heisman talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's in definitely in the running as long as he stays healthy. Last year, what happened? Uh, was it uh, with with like four or five games left? He he hurt his foot, I think it was something like that, and then his his performance went way down. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still played every game. Mm-hmm. He hung in there. He just he didn't do the running thing, which right. which the mobile quarterback was kind of his his deal. But anyway, hopefully it's Oregon's deal. <laughs> it's kind of or- yeah yeah. It's Oregon's deal. Hopefully, if he stays healthy this year. Um, we got a good shot of yeah. making the uh, the initial uh, inaugural college playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which how fun would it be? Yeah. Ohio State, the Bucks and the Ducks, Oregon. Oh man, wouldn't that be something else? We should start up just a Bucks and Ducks podcast. <laughs> the Buck Duck podcast. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to uh, it's uh, September or sorry, August 30th. August 30th nice. at Austin Stadium. And again, I don't even know who they're playing. That's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your team. Is, is yeah. Oregon playing tickets for 40 bucks? I would bucks. do the same thing if I had the opportunity to go watch the Buckeyes play. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and what's fun is uh, usually those early season games, like the weather is, is is pretty decent. You know, you go there, you have fun, sun's out, you watch your team win. You know, they stomp all over whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's more like an exhibition game, if anything. Right, but, right. Um, I'm excited. So me and a buddy, we're, we're traveling down there cool. in, a, in a few weeks. So that'll That's be fun. fun. Oh. Yeah, if they ever come out, if the Buckeyes ever come out here and play at Autzen Stadium, we'll have to go. Oh, yeah, that'd be expensive, but yeah, awesome. Yeah, but like, we should start saving for it now. In case start saving now. Well, it, that's the pro. You know, we should put a tip jar on the website so the <laughs> listeners can pay for us to go. <laughs> no, you know, you know my my beef with um, with college football versus like NFL. You know, with NFL, you got uh, you know thirty two teams, and they all play each other fairly consistently over mm-hmm. the years. With college football, you got like one hundred twenty seven teams, and there's mm-hmm. no possible way. Because uh, especially when you're in conference, you know, Pac-12 is playing Pac-12. So you only have like three, maybe four non-conference mm-hmm. games. And but I was just, you know, I'm, I'm still a huge Jim Trestle fan. You know, mm. I think what happened to Jim is unfair. And I'm yeah. going to ride that bandwagon until I die. There you go. I'm going to be that guy. But <laughs> um, uh, I've been reading through his book that he wrote. And he was a strong Christian guy. I mean, mm. like, it's like reading a Christian author when you're reading through this book. And um but he was talking about their some of their season openers and like you totally forget but 
there was about four or six years in, in the 2000s when the Buckeyes played huge teams for their season openers. For really? two years, they played Texas. Uh, the years that Texas went to the national championship game. Oh. For two years, they played USC. They played Texas Tech for a couple of their openers. It's wow. like they're playing these huge teams. Miami, you know, back they scheduled that one when Miami was still good, and then they weren't good anymore by the time they played them. But, but anyway, it's like it used to be you kind of started off the season with – Big game with a big game, and that kind of boosted you up in the rankings. You know, yeah. if you if you want, now we're just playing like triple <laughs> A schools. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know, two years ago, Oregon played uh, LSU um, for right, their their opening game. That was mm-hmm. the one I think it was at Cowboys Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then of course Oregon lost that game, mm-hmm. uh, thanks largely in part to DeAnthony Thomas fumbling the ball twice on uh, kickoff returns. But whatever. Um, anyway, but w- the, the upside, right? You beat LSU and boom, you're like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're up there, man. Like all you have to do is win your games. Yeah. Downside <laughs> for Oregon is we lost that yeah. game. And then it's like, you're spending the whole season trying to catch up. So lots of upsides and big downside. Yeah. It's all um, different this year. Everything's changed. Yeah, yeah. Everything's changed with the playoff system, but it'll be fun. Yeah. You know, Oregon's first game kind of exhibition, but then their second game against Michigan state, that's, that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty big. That's going to yeah, be big. So that's a perfect example. That's yep. a good, good game to have early it in the w- season. It will be because Michigan state won. They beat your Buckeyes. Oh, how much did that hurt? Oh, it was very painful. Dude, your Buckeyes had like a perfect season mm-hmm. and then they lose the last two games. Yeah, I just, I think they, uh, that's, I'm also not a huge Urban Meyer fan. Just, that's they, really, <laughs> who that's are you a fan of? You're not a fan of anyone. For one, it's really hard to like, because he was the coach of Florida, Florida. when they pounded us in the national championship. But, but how awesome that now the guy that beat you is on your side. I mean, Urban yeah. Myers won like how how many titles? Like four titles, three titles. I don't know. Uh, plus, he coached you know uh, uh, what's his name Tim Tebow you know to a Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy. I mean, all kinds of accolades. Yeah, yeah, but like I feel I feel like he and the team kind of live a little too much on on pride and. Um, like hype hmm. and yeah. not enough on, on like character, you know, and like becoming men and becoming people who can handle adversity and stuff like that. And so when you, like when you get to a big game like that and you're trying to ride on, on your ego and you're getting it handed to you, <laughs> you need to have something a little deeper to go to than your ego to pull out a win, you know? And so, um, uh, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how this year goes. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. You you guys got a good team, uh, looking good. Even though, yeah, uh, you lost to Michigan State in the was it? It was the Rose Bowl, right? No, Michigan State was the Big Ten championship. Okay, that's sorry, that's what it was. And then we lost to Clemson. And then you watched the Clemson in whatever no, it Fiesta the Sugar Bowl, Sugar something. No, it wasn't the Sugar Bowl. It was something. One of the Southeast Bowls, whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, but and that was tough. That was tough because if you, Clem- yeah, because if you would have if you would have beat Michigan State, I mean, for all rights and purposes, you would have gone on to the national championship game and gotten pounded again. <laughs> but at least you would have made it to the national yeah. championship. Anyway, enough football because we're like yeah. twelve minutes in. Yeah, but uh, I'm just so excited because like it's been like six months since we've been able to talk about any football. Yeah, so. it's happening. It's happening. It's here. So the all is right again with the world, and we can. So theoretically, next time we podcast together, because yes. we, we've we've only been podcasting on the the first Thursday mm-hmm. of the month. Although today's Tuesday for those of you who 
uh, care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone does care uh, just because of a scheduling thing. But theoretically, next time we meet, first Thursday of September, mm-hmm. season will have already begun. Yeah. I will have gone to the Ducks yes. game, and they will be getting ready to play Michigan It'll State. It'll be all and in history. It'll be yeah, in the past. Unbelievable. So we'll catch up next yeah. time. All right. Yeah, so, uh, but here we are. We're sitting in... Uh, the nice and toasty once again, Worship Ministry Catalyst Sweat Lodge, and um, Sweat Lodge, <laughs> bringing you episode one thirty two, and uh, we're going to talk about. Well, before I do that, worshipministrycatalyst.com. Oh, boom, good. David at worshipministrycatalyst.com is my email. Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. If you yep. want to get in touch with either of us, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. Calm, that's what I said. Twitter.com <laughs> and uh, Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst or leave a voicemail at 360 818 4339. There it is. I think that's everything. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt again to drink from this water bottle. So we, we, um, we have, <laughs> we have a you. food pantry here we talked about. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously don't think there's any way to drink yeah, from this. I think you have to unscrew the lid. It's going to be about your only option. So uh, we get sometimes we get a lot of water that's donated to uh, the food pantry, and uh, <laughs> sometimes like why why didn't anyone buy this? And we discovered pretty yeah. quickly why nobody bought this bottle. The, this bottle of water, I, I I can't describe it. You have to see it to believe it. First of all, it's gigantic. It's a one liter uh, bottle of water. But it's got like the, um, uh, it's like a, a squeeze top, you know, so you're supposed to be able to just kind of like squeeze it. Uh, it's not like a, uh, a screw necessarily. So, so what happens if you just like squeeze it into your mouth? Oh, I haven't tried that. This could be bad. The problem is, it, it, I think it's literally impossible to drink this without spilling it all over yourself. I've tried now three or four times and every time <laughs> I get water. So I'll just try like full on squeezing it. See, that works. There you go. That's what you That's do. It. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so you gotta squeeze, squeeze instead of trying to suck. See, yeah. I, I was trying to suck it, um, or just let it go in my mouth. You gotta squeeze it. Okay, still horrible design. Yeah. So Awful. as opposed to David Wallace's suck it, that's the squeeze it. <laughs> and you take out your suck it, and you suck it, <laughs> suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little Office reference uh, for those of you who are Office fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when when David Wallace uh, uh, was no longer the president of Dunder Mifflin, and he came up with this insane idea which actually ended up uh making him a millionaire. making a lot of money and then he rebought the and company in the show yeah in in yeah. uh season nine but whatever yeah um so today we're talking about trust trust and this is something that i i've been Just learning like you can trust that we're going to talk about football when you listen to this podcast <laughs> oh, yeah, essentially, if, yeah, for the next for the next several uh episodes just kind of fast forward 10 minutes into the <laughs> podcast and we'll finally get to it no i am um, um, I was telling David, just you know, I feel like I've been learning a lot about trust and learning a lot about what it means to to trust God. And you know, it's one of those things that isn't necessarily specifically related to worship ministry. Although, you know, I'm sure there's there's lots of facets of trusting God in worship ministry, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's plenty of times where you need to trust God for, you know, the right people, you know, volunteers don't show up or whatever the case is. I mean, we can make all kinds of, you know, parallels on how you got to trust God mm-hmm. in worship ministry. Um, but just on a personal level, like a Christian living level, you know, trying to, trying to, um, 
trust God and realizing how I need to trust God. It's kind of been a, a, a big theme in my life uh, the last few weeks. Uh, long story short, I'll, I'll tell you how it all started. Um, David knows a little bit about this, uh, probably just via Facebook and stuff, mm-hmm. but we recently purchased a new uh, used van. Um, and it's new to us, but it's a 2002, so it's like 12 years old. So it's definitely used. Um, you know, I mean, it's got plenty of miles on it and all the rest. But you know, we we didn't uh, we didn't want to spend a ton of money on on something brand new. Um, but we also you know wanted something that would last us for you know a little while. Uh, so just. First, we it was an exercise of trust, just trying to find a right. vehicle. You know? Yeah, yeah, one that one that's not going to fall apart as soon as you get home. Yeah, right. Which which there's no way to there's no way to yeah. know that. Yeah. That that's the hard thing. It's like you know, anytime you're buying like a 12 year old vehicle mm-hmm. with a hundred thousand miles, I think it had a hundred three thousand miles on it, it. There's always that risk. Okay. Mm-hmm. This thing might be a lemon or... You have no idea how the people who owned it before cared for it. Exactly. You know, and, uh, and you know, we, we did all the due diligence, mm-hmm. you know, got the car factor port, you know, only had one owner. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's good. Just mm-hmm. one. But then it's like, okay, well, why did they get rid of it? And you have no way of knowing. Right. Um, so, you know, we had done, we had just done like a lot of searching and a lot of researching and Craigslist and, you know, um, going to uh, used car lots and just everything, trying to trying to just trust God. So the first exercise of trusting God came with selecting the vehicle, right? Like mm-hmm. which vehicle select. And, you know, Mel and I, we had prayed, like really prayed, just like, okay, God, we don't know what to get because, I mean, there's... There's so many. There's right. just FYI, if you're ever searching for a vehicle, there is no shortage of vehicles. <laughs> Vehicle types and kinds. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. You know, and we literally had to write out a list of what what was our priorities. You know, what did we want? We wanted a minivan because mm-hmm. we wanted something with more seats and more space. Um, you know, that would be fairly fuel, uh, you know, economic uh, as opposed to like you know, something like a big SUV that doesn't get as good fuel economy, whatever. So we're mm-hmm. making this list, you know, and um, so the, the first the first thing of trusting God was um, when uh, I had found this vehicle and I'm like, Melanie, this is the one. Like, I'm certain of it. Like, I felt it in my bones, you know, and I, I felt it so much that I actually went and spent the $40 on the Carfax. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I'm just going to buy this Carfax because I'm I'm convinced this is it. And um, I'm like, Melanie, I'm going to drive out. as in Portland. I'm going to drive out to Portland. I'm going to I'm gonna go get the van. You know, I'm going to buy it. And then we'll go out tomorrow and pick it up together. You know, the girls were already in bed and stuff. And anyway, so I'm, I'm just like, this is it. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just prayed right beforehand, you know, God... If this is the one, make it obvious. If it's not, make it obvious. Mm-hmm. And uh, wouldn't you know it, God made it completely obvious that it was not the one. <laughs> you know, and and so that was an exercise of trust mm-hmm. because I myself, me, I was convinced it was the right one, mm-hmm. and and I was trying to find ways to make it the right one. Right. Um, but what ended up happening is the dealer got really mad at me. And started yelling at me and kicked me off the lot. 
So I'm like, okay, I think that's pretty obvious. Why did he kick you off the lot? Because the ad I had was for a thousand dollars less than than what he was wanting to sell it for, mm. and um, and he didn't realize that until we had spent like an hour and a half together. Like we had spent like an hour and a half looking at the van, test driving it, doing everything, and I'm I'm literally ready to fill out the paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there were some things wrong with it, and you know, it was one of those things where, in hindsight, looking back. Like, I realized deep down inside, I knew I wasn't supposed to get it, but I wanted it to be right, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to be the right van. I was convinced of it. And so, I'm ready to fill out the paperwork, and the guy's like, wait, what What did you say the van was for? him?" I'm like, da 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 and, and he's like, oh, no, sorry, that's not the price. It's actually $1,000 more. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, the ad I have right here on my phone said, oh, that's an old ad. That's from eight days ago. Um, <laughs> so you raise the price the longer it's on the market. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's exactly backwards, yeah. sir. So, so I'm, you know, I wasn't being rude, but I was also being, you know, fairly firm mm-hmm. and just like, I'm sorry. The ad says this, please honor it. No, we can't do that. What do you mean you can't? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, and, and I'm like, pretty sure you have to, let's call up the owner. Let's talk <laughs> to him. He's like, okay, I'll call him. I'll talk to him. And and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, da 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 here, and he gets off the phone. He's like, nope, sorry, can't change the price, thousand dollars more. I'm like, listen, I don't have that money. Like, wh- the money I have is is for this, you know. Like, I'm not ready to spend a thousand dollars more. He's like, well, I'm sorry, let me talk to the owner. Nope, can't do that. And and I'm like, listen, th- there's no way you can work with me on this. He's like, I have been working with you. I've been here for an hour and a half working with you. And if you're not going to buy it, then you need to leave. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to buy it, but at that price. And then he's like, sorry, we're closed. Please leave. And he like (laughs) kicks me off the lot. Good grief. Yeah. And then, you know, anyway, whatever. Car salesman. It was super annoying. If you're a car salesman, please don't be like that. Yeah. I was going to apologize, but no, I'm not going to apologize. Just Just, don't be like like that that. guy. His name was Joe. Don't be like Joe. Don't be a Joe. Um, So... (laughs) Anyway, so the point, that was the first lesson to trust. Um, I, I really wanted it to, to work out. And, and I was like super bummed out that it didn't work, mm-hmm. you know? And and I'm like, God, come on. You know, and I remember on the way home, like literally praying to God, just like, God, why didn't this work? You know, like it was so perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, didn't we pray to make it really <laughs> obvious? If Yeah. So... You know, trusting God, and 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 I think just one of the things I want to share. Um, again, it's not necessarily worship related, but certainly Christian living related, is that um, th- there's times where we get tested in terms of mm-hmm. our trust, and it, it, you know, it's almost kind of like there's that defining moment, that that catalytic moment. You know, there we are, worship ministry catalyst. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, there's a catalytic moment where you can either decide to uh to say no i don't care uh, i'm not going to trust god or you can say okay i prayed for this this is what i think god's telling me it doesn't make sense but i'm going to do it anyway mm-hmm. yeah so we're we're kind of and funny this this might be one of those moments for me from you God using you to speak that truth into me as we're having this conversation. Here we go. Look at that. God's working yeah. right now. 
Yeah, because because we're trying to sell our Your house. Your house. I was I was and, actually um, I was going to ask you about that before we hit so, record. Like the short story is not very many people know this, but now the whole podcast world is going to know it. So, but not very many people from the podcast live here in the area, so I guess it's no big deal. But Good. um, we found a house that we love. Oh, and like and so, um, like. I brought the idea up because we love our house that we live in now. It's a great house. Yeah. The only problem is it's out it's, in Washougal. It's a long ways away yeah. from here. It's yeah. in Egypt, you know. Um, <laughs> and so it's 26 miles in, 26 miles out. And yeah. so, um, but so I kind of brought the idea up and, and after we talked about it and started looking, um, you know, Becky found this house and it was just like, this is the house. This is the one. Yeah. And like she, you know, she, she really felt, and I agree with her, you know, that God just kind of brought it, brought it in front of her. And, um, I had seen that house and, you know, and so we went out and looked at it, fell in love with the house. Oh. It's an old house. Um, and so, so like, okay, so how can we get in this house? You know, it's like what everything kind of has, is moving towards. And, um, so we, we tried a couple of things. They don't work out. And then as we're trying to get our house ready to put on the market, somebody puts an offer in on this house. Uh, and, and your so heart like, just sinks. Yeah, we're like, well, I guess that's it. Uh, and so we kind of just stopped fixing up stuff. You know, we, just, we finished the projects we were working on. It's like, okay, we're just going to, we're just going to wait and see what happens. And, um, and so we, we finish up the projects we're working on and then we get a message from our realtor that their deal falls through whatever reason it didn't Whoa. work out. And so we're like, Oh, so it's still available. And, um, I, I haven't checked cause today's Tuesday. So somebody, you know, might put an offer on it today because of the weekend looking at it or something. I don't know, but, um, it's still available right now. And so, um, you're like, God, please, we got to yeah. sell our house. Yeah, so we're trying to sell our house and we're like, but see, there've been a couple times where I prayed the same prayer. Like if there's, if there's something about this house that, cause I've gone out and looked at it a whole bunch of times, there's something about this house that's a disaster and I should not buy this house and Lord, show it yeah. to me, make, make, it, it, clear, obvi- make yeah. it obvious. Yeah. And like, there has just been nothing. I mean, there are things wrong with the house. It's an sure. older house, but sure. like those things don't scare me cause I don't mind working on the house. You know, it's not a big deal. And, um, but it's like, man, if there's any reason why we shouldn't do this mm. and then, and so I've been praying a lot of those same kind of prayers, yeah. like make it clear. And so on, on, but then trusting God yeah. is the hard part. Right. But see, so like, but then I get, I get this, uh, this experience with, um, on a, like on a Tuesday, I'm praying this, praying this, like, man, I just, I'd love some kind of sign to know that this is the right direction to go in because mm-hmm. there's no way to know this is all going to work out. We're going to sell our house and get the other one. You know, there's all kinds of variables that can go on. And then the next day we're getting a, um, a, uh, an estimate for putting a new carpet downstairs because we have kids and our carpet was destroyed. And mm-hmm. it's like having pigs literally like, <laughs> I was going to say pets, but pigs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eating off of the carpet on a regular basis. And so, um, <laughs> So he comes, he's, he's kind of walking around the house. We're doing the normal kind of awkward, you know, who are you routine? <laughs> and he asks me what I do and I tell him I'm a pastor. So I go into kind of the politically correct response of what our church is mm-hmm. that we're, you know, we're doing a food pantry and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then turns out he's a pastor. Oh, wow. And it turns the, out the that carpet guy is a pastor. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out that he's not just a pastor. He owns the carpet company. Oh, wow. And he's like, well, you're going to get a deal on some carpet today. Uh, I'm like, okay. Okay. So maybe, maybe that's one of, one of the things I'm looking for. Maybe that's just a little, just a little, yeah. little drop from God's like, okay, this is, this is the right direction. And 
Well, that's so, the, but it's like we, but you kind of go then through dry spells. Like, man, right. it's hard to trust. It's hard. Like the further away from those kinds of things, it gets really hard to trust because it feels like it's been, it's only been a couple of weeks, but it's like, it feels like forever, forever though. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing when Mel and I were in the process of, of, of doing the whole, you know, van thing and purchasing the van. Um, from from the time we decided, yes, we're going to start actively looking until the time that we actually purchased the van that we now have. Um, not from not not from the the Joe guy, <laughs> not from Joe. Um, no Joe, no Joe. Uh, anyway, it had only been like two and a half weeks, but it felt like forever because you're in it and you're mm-hmm. living it every day. And well, that's just another area. It's like, okay, God. You know, can we trust you in the timing? And you know, sometimes God's timing isn't our timing, and that's like that's really hard for me. Uh, you know, me, Mister, I want to be in control. You know, like mm-hmm. really hard for me to step back and accept and say, um, okay, maybe God's answer is not right now. You know, mm-hmm. maybe God's answer is wait. And I'm like, I don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready now. I'm ready to buy this. So my computer just froze up a little bit, yeah, but so <laughs> I think I was in mid. I was like in mid sentence. I'm ready to buy. My computer uh. just froze. So, but um, yeah, like we're ready to buy now. We're ready to yeah. ready to move now. We're, and like, and I, what I was getting ready to say right when you said this, we have all these reasons for why now is the best time. <laughs> but God, look, <laughs> yeah, and and, like, and and you you actually end up having like an argument with God, um, you know, and I. I I imagine I'm probably not the only one, you know, that's gone through this. And I imagine probably lots of you listening have experienced that where you got lots of reasons, you know, why it should work. And anyway, you know, this whole thing, it's just been an exercise in trust, you Mm -hmm. know, for me, starting with uh, the van that I thought was right, which didn't end up being right. And then the one that we bought, um, you know, we, 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 we bought it and uh, ended up, there were some things wrong with it. And I thought, I thought, oh man, and it was like jerking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh no, it's a transmission, you know, and transmissions, you know, $3,000 yeah, right. or whatever for yeah. a new transmission. Um, you know, and I was just stressed out and worried. It ended up just being an ignition coil, you know, which is like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like, but even in that, you know, I spent like two or three days where I was just stressed out. Like literally I felt sick, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, but then, you know, I had kind of that epiphany. Uh, Mel and I was sat down, and and I'm like, okay, can I trust God that even though I don't know what the issue is, and and at that time we had spent all our money, like all of our liquid assets, we had spent on the van because mm-hmm. we we wanted to pay cash. We didn't want like a right. a payment, which is why we were looking for twelve year old mm-hmm. vans. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we spent almost all of our liquid assets. So in other words, I didn't have three thousand dollars to, you know purchase towards right. a van yeah. or a transmission um but anyway uh, a friend of mine he said you know kevin it's really easy to trust in money uh when you have that reserve uh mm-hmm. it's really easy to say well uh, i'm i'll be okay because i have x amount of money because it's a lot harder when you don't have any money and all you have is to trust god that's really hard to mm-hmm. do and it was it was really hard for me to say i don't have any money i can't fix this right now and I'm just praying that that God led us to this van for a reason, and that it's not a lemon, you know. Right. And it worked out, you know. Yeah. So so praise praise be to God. Yeah, and you know, and you you probably felt the same thing, but you know, you you start to feel I feel guilty a little bit from time to time, like because like this this isn't like especially in light of our last 
podcast, right? Mm. Where we were talking about first world problems um, yeah. and, and like, poverty. And like, I know this isn't really in the big scheme of things. It's probably not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. Yeah. And you, you know, you're going to take care of it all. And, yeah. but it's like, of course I understand that God <laughs> is bigger than all of this and could add, you know, at a moment's notice, just, just sneeze and it's all taken care of. Yeah. And, I know that, but but, uh, to live it it out is uh, is entirely different. And uh, yeah, so it's a constant growing. So anyway, anyone who's listening who, uh, you know, maybe is just wrestling with trusting God, hopefully some, some here just encouraged you. uh, And and we all struggle with it. I mean, I, like I said, these last few weeks have been just up and down, Mm -hmm. you know, moments of yay, God, you know, I trust you. And then deep moments of, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what's going on? Um, you know, but in it all, I mean, God, God is good mm-hmm. and God is faithful. So, you know, be encouraged. Yeah. And, you know, this may not sound like we said, doesn't sound like it fits exactly with worship, but I guarantee you in the next couple of weeks, if not sooner or a couple months, you know, there's going to be a time when you're going to have to trust God with something related to your church, to your worship ministry, to your family, to something and and how we learn to trust immediately impacts how we worship and and uh and how we can how we can respond to god out of a genuine heart of 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 worship and surrender because we've actually learned what it means to trust and yeah so that's all the time we have for this episode so thanks for listening find us online www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst, Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst, David at Worship Ministry Catalyst.com, or Kevin at Worship Ministry Catalyst.com. 360-818-4339 to leave us a voicemail. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.